our uh, our prayer, one of one of our prayers is that the Most High may visit each and everybody on this call and those who didn't join, so that may, the Most High may confirm what we sharing. Yeah, because some of the stuff is very deep, and we understand that to understand it completely, it's a bit difficult. Especially for me as well, I even, I used to struggle, but came when I to Tanzambi, uh, I stay, uh, I'm free now, this is why, and I feel a bit ready to share with you <laughs> what we are sharing. Yeah, so this is why we've been praying hard so that most I may also um, visit you on the dream, vision and stuff, yeah, to confirm what we're sharing is true. Can you please open the slide? Yeah, so we're going to somebody is going to present the slide for us. So we'll start our session. And we're so glad for you. Yeah, because uh, each and every time we meet and we dismiss, there is a news for you. <laughs> yeah, because as, as we said, each and every session we do with you, we report, you know, to somebody who is above us. And that person is the one Velela. Is <laughs> the right, is the one who rate to us, and is the one who advise what we can do, what not to do, so that we may keep keep moving. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. And uh, there is a news also for you, but uh, we will <laughs> share later. Yeah. So today we will carry on uh, with our conversation about these men, these African men that were despised just as other African men you already know were also despised. But, you know, it, it, it on time, the truth is coming out bit by bit. Mm -hmm. Yes. So today we'll speak about uh, couple things about Simontoko, but uh, I would like to start off by speaking to you a bit about this Vatican Constellation Service 2, as you can see there on the screen. Yes. Sorry, is my sound okay? Can you, can you guys hear me nice? Oh, yes. That's good. Okay. So that, that the, the, the the term of the, the the topic I'd like to start off. Yeah. So as you can see on the screen, we have already mentioned about this uh, amazing uh, international conference that took place in 1946. You know, this is history. This is not just the um, talk with church history, but this is African history. Because each and everything, each and every time we open our mouth to speak about Simon Toko, uh, we also uh, Africa, and we end up speaking about the entire globe, <laughs> the entire world. Because as you could see on the previous session, there is a connection. Yeah, there is a connection. And this connection is about us. So on 1946, took place an international, an international conference in Congo, as you already know. And the main goal of this conference was to determine 
the future of African, you know, uh, African, let's say African, um, let's say African church. They wanted to, to, to establish also an African church according to, to, to our culture. But, you know, there's a say that say that says they're the strongest, you know, when we're fighting, those who think they are stronger, sometimes they win by the scheme they 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 uh they do against us so in this conference a lot of amazing stuff happened as we already also share with you so and in 1956 now the the another thing began as you can see on the screen 13 black priests they started the african church why because you know um, they were not happy, they were not happy with the gospel, the the European people, they brought it to us. They were not happy. This is why they were they fed, they 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 sat down together and they discussed deeply about the future of Africa, and they asked five questions. And those five questions are the questions that uh, uh, is going to determine the future of this, 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 this continent. But unfortunately, there was no answer to those questions. One day we'll share <laughs> with you about those five questions, not today, because yeah, it's a lot of information we have to share. Yeah, and uh, as you also can see, in 19, 62, actually after this, 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 this big event that happened in 1956, where the African, let's say the African priest, they did a, brain, a brainstorming to determine the future of Africa. But because the question they asked, those five questions they asked, there were no answer. You know, if you ask something, there is no answer. There's no answer, you get lost. <laughs> of course. Yeah, you get a bit lost and there's nothing you can do. So they start the 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 the, the, the church, but those answers they asked were not responded. This is why in, in 1962, you know, conciliation service two take place in October 11. And December 8, 1962, please, this is very important because this talk about us. And in this event, this is a very large event took place here in Africa. In this event, they tried to identify, let's see, the church will in African culture. And you can find this an amazing book uh, written by this Senegalese brother, Leone Diop. This is a big, a very powerful author. The title of the book, the book <laughs> you see the title is Os uh, Padres uh, Perguntam. In English, we say, the black priest asked themselves. That's the title of the book. And this book was also published in 19, uh, 1956. Because when they did this, 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 this big event, let me say conference, 
There was no answer to those questions. This is why the title of the book is The Black Priest Asked Themselves. And there were no answer to those questions they asked. You can take the reference. This is a very famous book. And at that time, the colonial administration, as well as the Protestants, the, the, as the Protest, Protest, Protestant <laughs> ecclesial authority, as you can see on the screen, I, I'm just reading to make sure I'm pronouncing well, they recognized you know, a divine power at this man, Simon Toko. They saw something amazing. And guess what? When the Vatican organized this, uh, this, this conciliation service too, they didn't invite him because they knew he got the answer. <laughs> he had answer, but they, he didn't, they didn't invite them or him. They didn't invite him. So they recognize a divine power within this man. And of course, they were asking themselves, but where does the power of this black man come from? That's the, 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 the question they ask themselves. And guess what? This is what Montoko revealed to them. Kimfumu. <laughs> this is a very a famous a proverbs, Angolan uh, proverbs, you know, African is full of proverbs. That's the answer they got, as you can see on the screen. Kimfumu salukia tumbikwa. It means that, you know, uh, power is a question of being anointed. That's the answer. They got power is a question of being anointed. If you're not anointed, if you were not chosen by a greater force, Tatanzambi, to lend to Yamazulu, there will be no power within you. There will be no power within you. And that's the answer they received from Simon Doko. And from there, they realized that this guy is a threat for us. And later on, Brother uh, Tosamba is going to tell us what came next. Even within this date, 1962. Do I Sorry, just before we move on, uh, so far is or is there any comment or question just before we proceed? Is no, that uh, is that the Senegalese uh, scientist that Brother Jonathan always talk about? Yes, I think and I'm very sure that is him because as a person that has been investigating a lot from Africa, he's actually the Mundeles were trying to, to stop him, but it showed from A to B, according to the science as well, that the black people 
are the true people or the first ones. Yeah, I believe that's the person that you are really talking about. Yeah. Yes, right, brother. I advise everyone to go and research about him. He has a lot of information that's so good. Yeah, most of them are in English, but I mean, in French, but some people are trying to translate it to, to English as well. Elder Mankailu, want to say something as well? Your microphone's off. No, I was just saying, if we could get a copy of this, like we got a copy last week, that's all. Uh, top of the slide? Yes. Oh, yes, we will send you. Okay. Yes, yes, get. Okay. Yes. And uh, while we're speaking, if you've got any question, please, you can raise your hand while we're speaking so that we, you know, yeah, I think that will be good. Yes, uh, as my old brother was saying, this is a conversation. We are not here to teach or like the sermon in the church. That's a conversation that we talk. Feel free to ask to stop us because we are not teaching. We are sharing the knowledge, the few knowledge that the Manda, Vedala, and the elders have been giving us all this time. So my brother was talking about the, the 1962, that something very powerful happened in Africa. Then the Catholic Church came here in Africa to do like a conference. But in the same year, the Pope, he decided to send a, a, a two priests from Vatican to go and visit and to find out who is really Simon Toko. Because as we know, the Vatican have most of the secret about Africa, especially Congo Kingdom. And the third secret of Fatima, they knew that somebody was supposed to born and they knew very well where this man was supposed to born. So that's why in 1962, they wanted just to confirm if that was the really man that they were thinking about. So a Pope, is John, he decided to send, as I said, two priests. One of them was coming with a good intention and another one was coming with bad intention. As the Mwanda Bilala knows everything, the one that was coming with a bad intention after he arrived in Angola, he got sick. <laughs> he didn't have op opportunity to talk with Simon Talk. And then the one that was coming with a good intention he had the privilege and the honor to speak with Prophet Simon Gonzalez Talk. I'm talking about a pop. Uh, 23, that is in, in Roman, but in English, in other language. John 23. John 23, that is the Pope. And then when the man went to talk with Simon Toko, Simon Toko looked at the man, sure, my goodness. So Pope, very special and big man in the world, he just decided to send somebody to come and talk to this humble man who was talking about himself. Because the man wanted to find out who was really Simon Toko. So Simon Toko didn't say much or a lot of things to the person. He just gave him a, a scripture from Kanda and Zambi. Only 
Bible. He said, go and read Matthew 11, chapter 11, from verse 2 to 6. And then he was saying, look what is amazing in that chapter. You, can get, you guys can go through it. The amazing thing in that chapter was exactly when Crucible Congo, the disciple of John Baptist, sent by John Baptist to go and talk with of, of Cruz Bakongo. And Cruz Bakongo, um, yes, but it is better for us to read. I just going to invite, uh, I don't know if she's there. Sister Sam, can you read for us Matthew chapter 11, verse 2 to 6? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, please. Uh, I'm reading from the King James Version. Uh, so... Matthew 11, 2-6. Now when John had heard in the prison the works of Christ, he sent two of his disciples and said unto him, Art thou he that should come, or do we look for another? Isaiah answered and said unto them, Go and show John again those things which ye do hear and see. The blind receive their sight, and the lame walk. The lepers are cleansed, and the deaf hear. The dead are raised up, and the poor have the gospel preached to them. And blessed is he, whosoever shall not be offended in me. Wow. <laughs> Hallelujah. Campbell, Campbell, Campbell. You see, brothers and sisters, how the same answer that Cruz Congo gave in that time to John Baptist's disciple. And in this time, when the, this priest came to talk with Simon Falco, was... Also, John, who sent him to talk with Simon Toko. And Simon Toko said to him the same thing. The blinds can see, the dead are resurrected, and the sick are getting healed. From that moment, <laughs> amazing, the man realized that he was talking with the person that you wanted to find out. I'm, I'm not gonna say who is that. You can, you can find out by yourself as well. As the, same per, as the same priest find out by himself, I'm gonna give you the same opportunity to do so. But I'm gonna ask my elder, Manzambi, he's talking on the background. <laughs> no, I was, I was saying, that as he told them to find out for yourself, it's up to us once we hear this and see it, <laughs> know for ourselves. <laughs> yes. Yes, thank you a lot, Elder Manzam. It was exactly the same thing. And so then we, we have to know for ourselves. Yes. Who he is. <laughs> we have, thank you, thank you, Matondo in Banto language. So, that is the man on the picture, as you can see. Someone talk was always some of the some of the days, or most of the times, wearing white suits. And then the priest came there with a good intention. So he found out who was truly Simon Toko. So the op opportunity is also given for you to find out who is this man. Why the Pope was so interested to find out more about this man. Why he actually didn't think too much, he just gave about this chapter, Matthew chapter 11, verse two 
to six. So we're gonna now, that is because the, when the, they came first in Africa, they organized the conference and then they find out, no, there is a, a powerful man there. So when they came the second time, they really found out who was Simon Toko. So that was the same thing that happened to Pope John 22, 632 years after the second Pope with the same name. So I'm, something is coming to my mind now. Why the Bible was saying about John and the Pope was also John. After that Pope came also John, is that a coincidence? <laughs> All of them are, Pope, are John, 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 John. Is, is that a coincidence? Is it history repeating itself? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing is new under the sun. That's all I know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's new. In the beginning, so it shall be in the, in the end. And <laughs> thank you, Matondo, my be beloved sisters. Holy Mwanda Velela can reveal this secret. So it's up to you now. Who is Simon Toko? You can ask in your heart and share it to, to your friends and family. So what he was saying also is that if you don't have the Holy Spirit, then you won't know who Simone Toko is, was. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. if, Good question. Well, when he said, Kimfumu, Salak, Kaya, Tumbiqua, I mean, it's like, if you're not anointed, then you're not going to know who I am. Yes. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah, Simon Toko, he never said, you know, like, I am this, I am that, I am this. No, he was always hiding himself. And if you go back to the history, I don't know. But if you go back to the history, you will find out that Kuswa Kong himself used to hide himself. And when they, they asked the disciple, who the people say I am? No, they said they are prophet. You know, even Simotok, we call him a prophet. Prophet Simon, blah, blah, blah. Some people, they call him uncle. Some they call granddaddy, avo, kaka, plenty name. But when, when Kuswa Kong was uh, the disciple, they said no. They say that you are larger, you are this and that, and you, what you, what you say. <laughs> and then he said, don't tell anybody, just keep to yourself. That was this, you know, mm -hmm. it is why we don't, we don't like to impose this, 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 this belief to anybody. Man. We just want to show the evidences because this is evidences. This is evidences. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be talking to my brother today. I mean, there is a lot to share. They even document to show to you, but not today. <laughs> you know, as the time goes, you will conclude by, by yourself. Even me, when I see this thing, I'm like, oh, what? <laughs> I share document with this species, but she won't tell, tell it what, what it is right now. But she knows. 
I sent to her, actually I gave to her when she came here, document. I hope you, you, you <laughs> that document is still there. Yeah, but let's carry on. You know, Zabratu Samba was saying, the last book with a similar name of John was John 22nd. This in 1316, years ago. And after 642 years, another Pope <laughs> with the same name, John, came. John 20, 20, 23rd. And back on those days, the messenger, the witness was John Baptist. I mean, there is three Johns here. What's going on here? <laughs> That's the question. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Yeah. Confirmation at all. <laughs> That's the question. So, bro, go ahead. <laughs> okay, thank you. I'm so happy. Now, go back first. I'm so happy because that's, I can see that we are talking now. Everyone has to participate. Don't be quiet or shy. Participate. Let the Holy Spirit move you and participate. You see, I was saying there was two priests. The first one was coming with a bad intention. While he arrived in Angola, he got sick. So after this good priest talked with Simon Talk, and then Simon Talk dismissed him, he went to take his airplane. The bad priest got healed, he got well. So he didn't have opportunity at all to talk with Simon Talk. He went back to Rome. So now we. Sorry, just a second, I remember something. <laughs> okay. You know that when this guy came to this Mount Oku, it's a miracle he had never seen. The eldest, when this guy arrived into the place where Mount Oku was, at his place, he found a small child. They were talking in Latin. Small, the children, because Montoku used to have a lot of people, a lot of people, they, they just come in his house, yeah, because he used to accommodate plenty of people. Plenty, yeah. This guy saw children, we're talking Latin. Wow. And he got confused. Yeah, he got confused. <clears throat> he was like, no, <laughs> yeah. And he went back to report to the Pope. The Manda Velala did that with intention to prove them that the person that you are coming to meet is my son. All the power, everything is with him. That's why the children were speaking a language that they have been in Roman or Italy to learn it. That was the Manda Velala. So now we're gonna jump to another situation that happened after 1962 that was a powerful year and then in 1963 something uh, also happened to Toko and, and then while I was studying something came on my mind so Pop find a way he confirmed that Simon Toko was the truly man that he was thinking about so since the government is so far until now the church who commands and controls everything somehow are the Catholic. So they negotiated with 
Portuguese government to take or to take Simon Toko from his own land to take him to Portugal. That's where in 19, I mean, 17 July, 1963, the Portuguese government decided to take Simon Toko from his fellow disciple and country to send him to Portugal to work there to, with intention to kill him. So my question is, so Tatanzambe is so powerful and then was using his son, Simon Toko. So did Simon Toko not knew that what, what was going on or not? Of course, that Tatanzambe knows everything. Once again, Tatanzambe wanted to confirm and show them that Simon Toko was, wasn't a normal man. So when he arrived in Portugal, the capital city that is Lisbon, he had the opportunity to talk with the prime minister of Portugal. In that time, his name was Salazar. We are talking about a very terrible man that in that time, he was one of the dictator, one of the bad leaders in the world. According to the Mwanda Vela and the elders, Salazar was one of the men that all the evil spirit was in him to destroy and kill all the Africans, powerful men, especially from Congo kingdom. So when he arrived, when Simon Toko arrived there, they had the way they, they had like a conversation. And then between the conversation, Salazar was confronting Simon Toko. Then while they were fighting, Salazar said, you will die here. And someone talked and said, not at all. <laughs> this is not my land. I'm not going to die here. I said, okay, fine. So after that, Salazar um, instructed, uh, decided to give orders to, to the Portuguese to take uh, Simon Toko to Azores Hardland. So Azores Hardland. So, but the intention wasn't to take him to stay there in Azores Highland. The plan or the what they were thinking, why the aeroplane was moving from Lisbon to Azores. There was a sea, because that's why it's Highland. There was a sea. Their intention was to throw Simon Toko from the aeroplane to the sea. That's why I'm showing this thing like to show like as a aeroplane. So when the pilot, they were going, the, the pilot said, oh, Simon Toko, our intention is not to take you <laughs> to the Azores Highland, is to throw you in this sea. That's what uh, Salazar told us to do. <laughs> and someone talk was laughing. Uh, come again? Yes. Salazar told us to throw you uh, in the sea. And someone talk said, no. Maybe you guys are wrong. 
all of us are gonna go in the sea. <laughs> they were saying, what? <laughs> yes. <laughs> all of us are gonna go in the sea. And the pirate said, no, we're gonna force you, we're gonna move you to throw you into the sea. I said, okay, fine. Simon Toko was praying inside him to Tatan Zambi. Suddenly, something so powerful happened in that moment. The aeroplane that was moving just stopped. There wasn't going in front or backward. It just stopped there. <laughs> the pilot, because there was that, there was pilot, one a Catholic priest, and two Portuguese. They were afraid. What's going on? And then they said, priest, 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 pray for us. And the priest was praying, praying, praying. Nothing at all was going on. According to Simon Talk in this book, as you can see, Simon Talk was saying, after I saw that they were so afraid that the bad intention that was on them was gone, that they had no more intention to kill me, Simon Tokas said, now I pray to Tatan Zambi and the aeroplane start moving. So they went until Azores. Kembo, Kembo, Kembo. Once again, Simon Toko proved Stalazar and the Portuguese that he wasn't a normal man. He had power over everything because Tatan Zambe was in him. So they took him to Azor, where he stays there for 11 years as a slavery, was working so hard in that island, he was fighting a lot. And once he arrived there, you want to add something, brother? Oh, go ahead, bro. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. So once it was gone, once he arrived there, one of the captain in Azores said, Oh, Simon Tok, welcome to Azores. This is the place all African men come and die. Simon Tok once again laughed. <laughs> I'm Angolan. I'll die in my own land. Portugal is not my land. I'm not gonna die here. It was confirmed that it wasn't a special black. And then the white man said, you see, that's Nguguyani. Nguguyani died here. So who is Nguguyani? Nguguyani was one of the fighters in the Mozambique, another Portuguese uh, uh, a colony in, uh, in Africa, in Mozambique. I said, Nguguyani died here. And then, you are so gonna die here. <laughs> Someone talked once again, laughing to him. Not at all, my friend. As I said, I'm black and African and Angolan black. Nguguyani, yes, was Mozambican black, but I myself, I'm a very special, and different black men. I will die on my own land. And my followers, my people, they will bury me where I was born in North of 
Angola. Powerful. How come a, a black man comforting and fighting against a white man full of uh, like, like, and was confident in what he, he was saying. So Simon Toko said, okay, I'll give you something. When you see two men, one black and one white coming to visit me right down will be the day that I will go back in my own land. The man was doubting about it. So later on, we're gonna confirm that what Simon Toko was saying was really true. So the intention taking Simon Toko from Angola to Portugal was to, first of all, to divide and stop and finish with the church. The first intention, because when you take the leader from the, the followers, the organization dies. That was the Mundele plan and intention. The second plan was to kill Simon Toko in Portugal because they tried a lot of times in Angola, they didn't succeed. They said, bring this black man who is thinking that is so powerful and then I will show him that I'm more powerful. That was Salazar. So, so why Simon Toko was in Azores, was working so hardly, day and night working and then as we said, I think we have said that before, Simon Talk was using letters to instruct and talk with his church. He wrote more than 2,000 letters to the followers. He was writing to them, to instruct them, to teach them, to tell them about what the Mwanda Velela was telling to Simon, Toku. What so amazing, the ones who were taking the letter from Portugal to Angola were the Mundeles. They were reading the letters, <laughs> but they wasn't understanding anything at all. Why? Mwanda Velala made them not to understand what Simon Toku was writing to the followers disciple. In those letters, Simon Toko managed to build the church, elect new people to lead the, the church. He managed to send good news to the church. And then one of the, and uh, we are working in this project, perhaps on the second week of September, we're gonna release the first volume of Simon Toko letters from Azores to Angola. We're gonna release it to everyone to be able to read it. We are actually done. We are just finalizing the words, the English, all this stuff, and then we're gonna share it to everyone. So when Simon Toko, And something so special happened during his stay in Portugal, in Azores. As we said before, the intention was to kill him. Look what's so interesting, my brothers and sisters. Simon Toko wasn't sick. He just had a pimple. It's a pimple, eh? 
yeah. a pimple on his left side of his chest, had a pimple. So he went to the doctor and said, doctor, I'm not feeling well here. I had a pimple. Can you find out what's really going on? So the Portuguese find, no, that's the moment that we're going to kill this man. So they, from that pimple, they decided to operate Simon Toko. Out of the blue, <laughs> I don't know which kind of medicine is this one. I think uh, we have some doctors, nurse, in our Zoom session. How come a person with a pimple, a small pimple, <laughs> you decide to operate this person? So why they did that? Because they wanted to kill, to eliminate Simon Toko at all. So they operated Simon Toko with the intention to take out his heart and to kill him. So while they were operating Simon Toko, they took out, out his first, Simon Toko said in this book, first they took out my ribs, one of my ribs. I was lying down on the bed and then they took out my heart. They put it in a, in a container, like a basket, a bowl. They put it a heart there. Something amazing, look, my brother and sister, happened in that day, in that moment. Samon Toko said, where are you guys taking my heart? <laughs> then Mundela got so afraid. Oh, my goodness. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> they said, oh, my goodness. <laughs> they got so amazed. How come a person without heart is speaking? Boom, kembom, kembom, kembom. How come? Who is this man, brothers and sisters? Who is this man without heart, but he can talk? The Mandela got so amazed. Look, Bamatamara smiling. <laughs> oh my goodness. Bamatamara, who is this man? Christ. You said. It's not me. That's your answer, not my answer. <laughs> but blessed you are, because Tatan Zambe showed you. Not me. <laughs> so the Mundela was so shocked. How come, my goodness? Sister Sam, she's, uh, I call him Tatan Zambe scientist. Is that a possible somebody without art? to speak and talk, have a conversation? No. So who makes this, Brother Jess? <laughs> oh, the Mwana Vela. Mwana Vela, one attempt. Good. My fellow brother, look of Judah. That's a conversation. Yeah. Interesting. So Simon Toko 
he had that Christ-like um, consciousness, right? So he was like he was in line with everything, basically. Wow. He was in tune, brothers. You actually uh, left something out in the story over there. Um, while they were in the plane mid-air, um, I remember remember Brother Benika when uh, Reverend Daniel was telling us the story. Um, oh, I miss him so much. He's very animated when he speaks. He's such a storyteller. So he said that when the plane stopped mid-air, he says, even though Simone Toko was laughing, they started, the Catholic priest started doing the, like holding on to their rosaries or their beads or whatever, because he's saying Spiritus Santus, Spiritus Santus, they're calling up the Holy Spirit, you know, with their Latin and their robe, and it didn't work at all um and i found that such a metaphor for the fact that these churches the catholics do not the holy spirit is not with them all of the cantations all of the idolatry all of their um creeds uh, failed in that moment and what's so funny is that he they're trying to pray to the Holy Spirit and they're looking at the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, they're trying to throw it out the plane. Wow. <laughs> that doesn't show you how, how far off they were. Wow. Yes. For me, it's brilliant. Yes. And, and it was also represents- And they never even recognized it. <laughs> nope. They couldn't even recognize it. No, not at all. Because they failed to reveal the secrets. You know, when you're about to reveal something, if you don't do that, you'll be in danger. (laughs) You know, and this is why when you do evil for the first time, your intention is normally to keep on doing evil. Actually, the most high one is the one who will harden your heart for you to keep keep up doing evil. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. This is just why, like Pharaoh, just like Pharaoh in Egypt. Yeah, right. Yeah, if he finds you beyond uh, reproach, right, then he'll do that. Hmm. Yes, and you, and you know it's so funny because sometimes when you try to talk to people now about the truth, there is like a brick wall. They just cannot hear it. It's. Father hardening their hearts, then, then they can't hear it. And, and, and just piggyback off of what you just said, it's the same thing now with the Hebrew Israelites, those who are speaking in the Yiddish, when you're trying to explain to them the Bantu, it's like they won't accept it. And they harden their heart towards because they don't want to identify with Africa. Yes. With our Bantu brothers and sisters. This is the, 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 the problem that the Hebrew Israelites and those who are understanding the, the Bantu teaching of who we are as a people, that's where the, um, the, the vision come in between the two because they still stuck on what the Ashkenazi, just like what they did with the Limba. They still stuck into the Ashkenazi way and traditions 
of Judaism. And that's what the Hebrew Israelites not thinking because when I when I once was with in, in the Hebrew Israelites, and I kept hearing the most high kept saying, we have to go back the way the path. We have to yes. take the, the way that we came from, where we came from, we have to take that path back. And it hit me and it said, and that path is back to Africa. Then that's when Jeremiah 616 came to me, and I'm like, ah, this is the path. This is the way that I'm on the right path. And this yeah. came by me listening to Yohanneton when he first came out and started teaching. Because I would listen to him, I don't want to hear it, and, and, and keep it moving. But the, the one in Simmons told me one day, he said, uh-uh, you uh -uh. go back and listen to what he's saying. I'm telling you, from that day forward, I never stopped listening to him. And that's been five years, four or five years ago. Wow. He directed me in the right path. Mm -hmm. And he showed me that we have to go, go back the same path that we left. We have to come back that path. And that path is still Africa. Yes. But they're still stuck on in the Middle <clears throat> East is the homeland. No, no. <laughs> gotta go to that is it. <laughs> Africa is the holy land. Africa is the, whole, it's the mountain where the Father dwells. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. And the Hebrew Israelites. They refuse, mm -hmm. The Hebrew Israelites refuse to believe who they are as bond to. Yeah, because they still I stuck on religion. This to them. <laughs> I, I, had a tell me, I had a brother tell me, I've been, I said, well, I said, we have our, and then on, on top of it, we have our own language. And I'm like, well, I had a brother get mad with me. I've been in this for 40 years. I've been in this walk for 40 years. I'm oh. study, dot, 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 dot. But brother, you still can be wrong. All I'm asking you is, is, is to pray about it. Yeah. Look at it because I mean I see it plain as day. But yeah. their minds are blind, their eyes are blinded to the mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. of this truth that we're trying to give them. But hey, I gotta keep it moving. I know I, I tell them what I told them, I said this. I said, I continue to believe my brothers who been in the land, who never left the land, I will listen to their teachings before I listen to these Ashkenazis. I listen to my own. Get that. Get that. Yeah, I think a question we should pose to Hebrew Israelites who don't believe that Africa is a land, or even Ashkenazis and those white evangelicals who, who praise and worship the yes. ground of Israel. We should say, well, well, then why does your your God, if if you uh, if your God loves your people so much in the Jewish and that's your land, well, how come um how come he gave the Hamites, those Africans, all the gold, all the diamonds, all the rivers, all the resources? <laughs> how come it looks like he blessed them more than you? <laughs> how come he gave them land actually flowing with milk and honey? How come he gave you a desert? Ask, ask them, is the most high liar then? Because these Hamites are, are the most blessed people on earth. 
<laughs> and coincidentally, the Christ consciousness is always in a Bantu in the motherland. Is that coincidental? I don't think so. Right. Yeah. Right. Ms. Keisha Clark has a hand raised. Yes. No CME, everyone. <laughs> I just am listening to, to this and, uh, and, and, and just visualizing the examples of what Simone Toko did shows that even though he was a supernatural man, he, he felt pain, you know, the spirit of the Most High was with him, but everything he did was to glorify the Most High. And also, this just teaches us that the spirit of the Most High is not with everybody, is not with, with, no. with That's right. It, it, it's just with some some beings and like Simone Toko just smiled on the plane when, when they tried to kill him, you know. That is how we have to look at some of our brothers and sisters when we give the message to them, when we tell them the message and they they, they try to kill us, we just have to smile, you know, and, and pray because this is this is important. And I the question I asked when I first read the scriptures, I always say, Father, why did you harden Pharaoh's heart? Because I thought that was an arrow. Why would the Most High harden somebody's heart to continue to do something bad? I couldn't understand it, but now I got the answer. And it amazes me how these Mundelas are not afraid of the, of, of the power of the Most High until they actually see the manifestation, manifestation of the Most High. <laughs> yes. 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 Oh, Sister Kesh, that was powerful. And everyone, uh, Grant Bushman was so powerful as well. Sister Kesh, why are you hiding your beautiful face? Come on. <laughs> Show up. We are family. No, no way. So I'm going to ask my sister Kesha to read us the confirmation that Simon Toko in this book shows us. He said on book of Jeremiah, chapter 11, if you have your Bible there, 11, uh, verse 19, only one verse, 11, verse 19. We're going to see the Mundele intention towards Simon Gonzalez's talk. Jeremiah, chapter 11, verse 19. Your microphone's off, sister. Okay, thanks. All right, it's 11 verse 19. But I was like a doodle lamb brought to the slaughter, and I did not know that they had deceived schemes, devised schemes against me, saying, let us destroy the tree with its, with its fruit, and let us cut him off from the land of the living, that his name may be remembered no more. Hallelujah, hallelujah. You see, the Mundelis plain, let us destroy, kill, take him from the living ones. So when I to the tree, that is the turquoise, that is the African hope, 
everything. But Tatan Zambe, Tatan Zambe, the powerful one, the mighty one, he showed up and then he showed that Samon Toko, the power within him, was from Tatan Zambe. So their plan did not succeed. Hallelujah. And Kembo to Tatan Zambe. And you guys can see on the picture there, Samon Toko showing, look what they did. He didn't just say, he showed, they carried me here. They took my heart from here. He, it was shown on the public when I arrived in Angola. So we have one end. So we're gonna, the conversation was so nice. Sister Teresa, thank you. And, and, and that's just like for us, his chosen people, when you go back and read Psalms 83, Three. Enemy said, three, they crafty plotted against your people, conspired against your treasured ones. They have said, come and let us wipe them out as a nation and let the name of Isalele be remembered no more. Yes. No more. That was the plan of Mundele, but let's go first and now. Thank you, Matondo, Matondo, Helda. Matondo, we are your son, your servant. We are here to share, to learn from one another and to share. This is not a teaching class, not at all. This is a sharing class. So Mama Teresa. I just wanted to add, I'm I'm just over here, just so excited in my in my spirit because when I was in Christianity, um I, the a question in my mind would always be. Why would the Messiah always tell them after he did something for them, it seemed like he would tell them, go and don't tell anybody. And in Christianity, they would give you all these crazy answers. And now I realize that because he, he was always hiding himself. And now that is so, it, it's so clear now. He was hiding himself. <laughs> oh, wow. It is so amazing to me. And then um, one more thing I just want to share. When um, I heard Sister Species um, adding to what um, she remembered about um, when Simone Topo was on the plane and how the priest started, you know, had his all their little paraphernalia beads and stuff and how they... Um, they even do that today. And one time my mom was in the hospital. She was very, very ill. And the doctors could not find out what was wrong with her. And they just, everybody knew she was going to die. And so all the family, they called all the family together. And everybody came to say their goodbye to her. But the Most High told me to go. And so I left work, got in my car, drove to the city where she was. She was in another um, um, city. I went. And on the way to me, to the hospital, I just heard the Mwanda say inside of me, this is a lie. And I just couldn't stop laughing. I mean, my car, just the presence of the Mwanda was in my car so strong. 
and so the Moana told me to go over there, put my hand on the place where they're saying something is wrong and say what he told me to say. Mm-hmm. So I did, even as he instructed, mm-hmm. I went into the ICU and it was like the most highlight every door be open to me as soon as I got there. It's like those doors just open every place that I would have would have been a barrier to me. I had immediate access. And I went in and right before the doctors came in, I just put my hand on my mom where they said they didn't know where something was, but the most but the Mwanda told me where to put my hand. And I said, this is a lie. And um, they said it was hiding. It was something that was hiding. And I asked the Most High to reveal what was hidden. And when the doctors took her into surgery and they came out of the surgery, I heard the surgeon say it was hiding but we found it and they removed what was hiding. And it was so amazing because I didn't know to pray that except the Mwanda told me to pray that what was hiding would be revealed. And my, it was so, so amazing. And then, but the thing that I wanted to point out was that my other family members who are into Catholicism and Muslim and all this other crap, I, I was concerned because I had to leave and go back home. And they had all their beads and they went, went got all their paraphernalia and they were bringing it into the room. And I didn't want to leave. I was like, Father, they're bringing all this stuff. And the, and the father no. said, the father said, you can leave now. It has no power. Mm. <laughs> he told wow. me, and, and she made a full recovery. Yes. Mm. And she was in her 80s. Wow. <laughs> 80s. Look what Manda Vedala does. Hallelujah. Only explanation is Manda Vedala is the one who reveals everything. He revealed it. Tamara, your answers. Is the you ask her this question, and then that's your answer. He reveals to the chosen ones. Happily, we are the chosen ones. So we're gonna move on. We were saying in the beginning, but Matondo, Mama Teresa, for, for sharing this testimony, so powerful. So we were saying in the, in the beginning. When someone Toko arrived in Azori, he said to that white man, when you see two men, one black and two white men coming to visit me, remember that is my day to go back to my land. So that thing happened on the 31st of days before 31st of August on 19. 74, a brother called Foronia, a white man, and a brother called Dongala Garcia, a black man, 
they went to visit Salmon Talk. So that was the fulfillment of the prophecy of the prophet. And once again, Salmon Talk won, and his prophecy came alive, showing that he was really a man of Tata Nzambi. So that is most about this first topic. We're gonna give time to my old brother to continue. Well, uh, this is amazing. And uh, so as we say, we will share the, the slide for so that you may go through and you may understand it better. Yeah, and uh, as we also said, when we speak, we like, we like to give evidences. And all the evidences we have is clear. As Elder Makailo said, those brothers and sisters from uh, other side, they just focus on one thing and they don't want to hear anybody else. But unfortunately, what they do not have is enough evidences. But this is why we, we, we will try by all means to provide you evidences. Because evidences is at the court. If you go to court, that's what they that's what they need. Evidences. If there is no evidences, you will be guilty, you will be arrested, put in jail. <laughs> so, but we, we will not because we have evidences of what we're saying. You know, last time we say we use math and history. So now let's go to math. I want you to take it out your, your calculator and you can do those calculations by yourself. You know, Simon Toko, his brother, brother Samba came, said in 1974, you know, uh, he wrote a letter, he sent to Angola. And the letter he said to his follower, please pray hard to Tatanzambi. Actually, he gave instruction for them to organize a fasting. And Sister Spacious, she was here and she saw the way we fast. Simone gave instruction, please fast from 6 p.m., I mean, from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. I mean, hours, I think it's 12 hours. Yes. When I was small, I remember I used to cry a lot because, you know, that's a long time. It's a long. <laughs> yeah, I want to eat. I want to eat. Yeah, but <laughs> yes, no water, no food from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. That was the instruction that Simone Toko gave to, to, to back, back in Angola, to his followers. He said, fast, fast. They were fasting, 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 fasting. And guess what? On the 20, 25th, on the 25th, April, 1974, a big revolution started in Portugal. And you know, fasting is powerful. <laughs> a big revolution. Actually, the soldier, they came against the Portuguese government. They fought against the, 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 the Portuguese government, and that revolution caused, you know, all the even all the politician prisoner and Simon Toko, all of them to be released. <laughs> and in 19, I mean on the 31st, August 1974, he came back in Angola. But the question is, why, why 31st August 1974? We say that, you know, the Bible says, Ecclesiastes, it says, there is a purpose for everything below heaven. 
there, under under the heaven. There is a purpose for everything. It doesn't matter the good thing that will happen to you, the bad thing. There is a purpose. This is what the Bible say: Give grace to everything. Just give grace because everything works together for our own good. But the problem is that we don't know why it's <laughs> happening. <laughs> this is why we get frustrated and we get mad. We don't know. But the Most High, you know, I, there is a chapter that Sister Spech, she's like, you know, I think it's Psalm 2. Sister Spech, do you remember that? When the enemy, they come against his chosen, that the I've Bible says, been Most waiting High. the whole time to say that. <laughs> <laughs> he laughed. He laughed. Yeah, go ahead, Sister. <laughs> Um, the verse, um, when uh, the Most High comes, it says, Why do the heathen rage and the people imagine a vain thing? The kings of the earth set themselves and their rulers take counsel together against Tatanzambi and against his anointed, hmm. saying, Let us break their bands asunder and cast away their courts from us. He that sits in the heavens shall laugh. So Nini Nanini shall have them in derision. Then shall he speak unto them in his wrath and vex them in his sore displeasure. <laughs> That's the verse. And um, I was going to say, uh, Ms. Kisha Clark had such a great point. We can see the most highest trait. What was missing for me in the Christian church was this disconnect between Old Testament and New Testament. It's almost like people think there's a different God from the Old Testament and the New Testament. The God in the Old Testament, he's this man who sits and he laughs and he watches people be confused. He sends confusing spirits to those who he feels like confusing. He says he's laughing, he's confident, he's busy laughing at people who are serving gods of, of wood and stone. He's like, he's like arrogant, but like, I feel like if you created the universe, like you can be as arrogant as you want to be, you know? <laughs> and um, what I found consistent with him is when I got into this awakening, I would see characters like Simon Toko, <laughs> even characters like Mikhail Masa, Yana Tachilomba. You know, I, I don't want to say they're strange guys, but the, the you see character traits of the most high. He sits and he laughs, <laughs> you know, where, where, where people, you shouldn't be laughing in that situation. And I feel like it's, it's a true reflection of the most highest traits. He's, he's not just some lovey-dovey, oh, loving grace. I feel like we really made the most high a little bit of a, in South Africa, we call it like a Popeye, like a soft, acute person, acute figure. <laughs> <laughs> and which he is sometimes very cute but but he's not like that in he's he's an arrogant figure he's he's uh, <laughs> he's pompous he laughs he you know if you do something stupid he's like why why did you do that thing you know it was stupid <laughs> um so um yeah that's that's one of my favorite scriptures because it just shows how how calm he is you know why we're sitting here and he's worrying in in, in Psalm 98, verses 2, 98, verse 2, uh, okay, let me just stop for a moment. He says, sing a new song to Sonin Nanini for he has done wonderful deeds. His right hand has won a mighty victory. 
his holy arm has shown his saving power. And it says, Tatan Zambi has announced his victory and he has revealed his righteousness to every nation. And that for me, that finishes, that's why he can laugh because he's declared the, I'm the one who declares the end from the beginning, the beginning and the end. They can do whatever they want, but at the end of the day, I'm winning. So that's why I can laugh. Yes. <laughs> Wow. So I share that with him. Wow. I yet thank you time for revealing his personality to me. Hmm. <laughs> wow. Sister the, um, in the Christian church, the God, there is a, a difference between the God of the New Testament and the Old Testament for them. Because in Christian church, they start to um, worship JC mm -hmm. as the God of the That's New the Testament. Mm -hmm. That, yeah. that's yeah. who becomes God for right. them in the right. New Testament. That's right. <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't want to touch that because, you know, <laughs> I, yeah, I want to say something about this. But, yeah, <laughs> maybe after I'm done with the slide, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I mean, you're right. You're right. What you're saying, you know, makes sense. Yesterday, we heard what you are saying yesterday, the one that was talking exactly the same thing that you are saying about, you know, the difference between those Roman Christianity and stuff and about that and zombies, the true way to follow him. Let me just finish by uh, saying this, as, as we said, there is a purpose for everything. This way, it's just especially the most fight. He just laughs. Why? Because he's the one who caused all this stuff to happen. Wars, sickness. He's the one in charge, you know. This way, he laughs. Yeah, never mind. Like, <laughs> okay. He says, if you're not with me, you're against me. <laughs> yes, never mind. Let's go. You know, let's go to, to calculation and to math. As you can see on the screen, this is important. This is to show that. Each and everything that Simon Toko did, there is a purpose for that. Was the was the, the Mwanda, Tatanzami himself doing this? Because you know, no man is able to do great miracle if the Tata is, isn't there. But if we say why 31st August 1944, I mean 74, as you can see on the screen. If you if you add <clears throat> the first two numbers, as you can see on the screen, three. Plus one and plus eight. You know, August is eight, right? Mm -hmm. How much is going to give you? Twelve. Twelve. Okay, keep it at twelve. If you see 1974, just take that nine and put it down. You will have 12, nine, okay? Now you should add the rest, the remain, which is one plus seven plus four. How much is it? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so how much 12 do you, do you have and how, how much, how many nine do you have? You have two 12 and one, right? And when you look to this 12 and nine, what comes to your mind? 
Wow. 12 disciples, 12 tribe, nine, which is Kuso Congo. You know, a lot of numbers. Yes. When you look to the first nine, will come to your mind, 12 tribe. Wow. The second one, you will see 12 disciples. Nine is the himself, Kuso Congo, yeah. in person. And if you add the two, 12, 12 plus 12 is 24. Simon Toko was born on the 24th, February. Okay, and guess what? In 1976, ah, this is something amazing, but this for last session, next session. In 1976, you know, on the, we call the last service, the powerful service. Oh, that was powerful. The way Simon Toko was speaking, you know, it was actually busy dismissing. The, the for his follower because there was an admission in 1976 to, to 2000. How many are left? If you say 1976 minus 2000, how much? 24. That's 24. 24. And he said this in 1976. He said there is 24 years left for great thing to happen. The rest, you know, I, I wanted to say more, but yeah, let me, step, let me stop here and say, now if 12 plus 12 is 24, the, the remain is nine, right? There is another nine. So 24 plus nine, how much is it? 33. Uh-huh. What comes to your mind when you see this number? <laughs> 33. They told us that's when his ministry started. I don't know. Is this a coincidence or? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You know, we just give it evidences for you to go and pray and think about it as well. And in 1976, he also said, 24 divided by three, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, it will give you eight. And he said, in, in the year 2000, the star, you know, this one, this is the star that will be, will be coming will have eight ages. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Can you see that, that star there? Yeah, that's the star he mentioned. He said in, in the future, to in the year 2000, the star that will come will have eight ages. We will speak about the meaning of this. Sister Special knows about this, but we will speak one day the meaning of this, this star. You know, this star is the history of the humanity. Starting from Egypt, Babylon, Persia, blah, 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 is the history of the humanity. And we will finish, we will stop at USA. And the last kingdom is the kingdom which is in the book of Daniel. Chapter 2, verse 31 to 40, 40, 40, 40, 45. If you read, you will see what, what is there. 
You can actually go and read the whole book of Daniel. You will find the meaning of the last kingdom because the star has eight ages. From the first, it stopped until on the seventh one. That's what the world has been doing, playing, you know, with us and stuff. But the last one, it's over. Because Daniel said the last kingdom will be stronger. Nobody, nobody will be able to, to, defeat, to defeat it. And that will be the kingdom of the most high. You know, everything that we say, we give evidences. Simon Tok, we left Angola and he went to Portugal. But when, when he left Angola, Angola was under the colonization by Portuguese people. And when he came back in 1974, you know, he came by ship. And while he was busy coming, you know, there was no communication. There was no communication. But the elders will bring, will bring them here one day. The elders in the south part of Angola, in Benguela, there, is, there was a big prophet even till now, because most of, most, of, most of them are seers. They received the communication that somebody will be coming here. So the church, without receiving any message, but the message was given by Muana Velela, informed the church in, in Benguela that we have to get ready because somebody's coming. And while Simon Toko were traveling to, Lua, to Angola and Luanda, you know, he, he went to the, to the, to the, uh, to the captain of, of, the, of the ship. And he said, you know what, uh, captain, forgive me, but I just received a message. And, you know, we're supposed to go to Luanda, but first of all, we have to go to the south part of Angola. It's, the captain said, no. My mission, the mission that was given to me is to take you to Luanda and period. But Simotoko said, no, I also received another order from above that you ha we have to go first to the south part of Luanda, of Angola, which is a province called Benguel. And the captain refused to listen to Simotoko. And later on, out of nowhere, you know, the ship turned to the south part. <laughs> by itself, turned to the south part of Angola. And when, you know, the steering, the men who, who stay there in steering, uh, how do you call that, Sister Spish? The steering men who, who manage the... The captain. Is it the captain, right? Captain, yes. Yeah, the captain, yeah. When the captain went and checked the direction that the, the ship is going, is going, it was like, oh, no, no, no. I'm not responsible for this. Hey, Simon Toko, please. You know what he did? He took his uniform and gave to Simon Toko. He said, from now on, you're the captain. Yeah. He said, you're the captain now. Please lead the ship. And then the ship went to the south part of Angola. And later on, after Simon Toko was done uh, with this mission, they went to Luanda. And when they arrived in Luanda, the Mosai also told him he received a message because the plan of the Portuguese government was to kill him, was to kill him as soon as he landed to Luanda. 
This is why even they send a, um, a cars, you know, a group of cars, you know, when the president is busy moving, yeah, the, the you know, they a lot of cars, they send out, out we say Shkolta, Shkolta in English, I don't know. So they send to welcome Smontok. But because he got the message that the government in Angola, they hired sniper. They spread the sniper all over the building to kill him. And when he got that message, <laughs> he was like, okay, they want to kill me. They say, yes, okay, that's good. So because they want to kill me, because they hired a sniper to kill me, I will not go by car. I will walk by foot to see if they will be able to shoot me. <laughs> Let's go. You know, he denied to go by car, but he decided to walk by foot. Walk, I think he's almost 40, 40 kilometers, something like that from the port of Luanda to a place, as you can see on the, the picture, that place we call Congolese place. Because that's the place where they, they, uh, they based themselves when they were expelled from Congo. They, they, just, they just walk. And guess what? No sniper were able to shoot him. And as you can see on the picture, when he get on that place, plenty of people were there waiting for him. And you can see on the screen, he, he, he took a two stick, one stick, and he broke the stick. You know, and everybody didn't understand. But he was speaking about unity, Kintuadi. He said, you know, if we are one, the enemy will be able to defeat us. And then he said, give me a group of stick. And then he joined a group of stick and he tried to break it. It was really hard and he called it. And he said, this is how from now on we shall be united. Because united, we are stronger. And guess what? Smontoko arrived in Angola, right? 15 months later, on the 11 November 1975, Angola got its independence. So he didn't go to Portugal in vain. He went there for a purpose. <laughs> and he went there, even when he was, when he was sick, there was a blood transfusion. Actually, he went there to, to take or to bring back the independence from his country. And as we say, each and every date happened for a purpose. As you can see on the screen, if you just add all those dates, 11, 11, 11, 9, you know, one plus one plus one plus one, plus nine plus seven plus five is 26. If you minus 26, if you minus 15, which is 50 month, later on came the dependency, you will get 11. <laughs> And guess what? If you see on, the, on this picture, he's raising his hand doing this sign, you know, 11. <laughs> that means the victory, the victory, independence. Yes. <laughs> the, is, is this the coincidence? 
What 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 do you guys think? <laughs> That's a victory, victory. Beautiful victory. Wow. Yeah. Is this a coincidence? Wow. I don't know. Tell me, please, if maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> mm. Tell us, please, what do you think? Is this a coincidence? What do you guys think? <laughs> please tell us, we're done for today now. This is the last slide. That was the last slide. <laughs> now let's talk. Let's talk now. Oh, brother, you need to give us time to meditate after that. <laughs> Let it sink in. <laughs> wow. Yeah. See, everything fits because no the eleven is like a numeric god number. Eleven, eleven, eleven. So everything like fits. No. All no. I have to say is I love the Most High's personality. Yeah, I think in this awakening, what sets it apart from. Christianity, because I, I call it, we were just one day believers, or maybe I was, <laughs> I was just a Sunday believer the rest of the days, but over here, every single day, I can't help but admire the most high, I can't help it, every day I'm like, Sonini, you are so smart, you are so, you're a genius, you are so incredible, um, so glory to the most high, he always shows more and more of himself every day. Oh, hallelujah. Yes, I got also a lot with numbers. <laughs> For many years, I always uh, count numbers also. It also match a lot of things. <laughs> so by seeing this, it's not a coincidence. No, no. <laughs> Please. Wow. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was always told, well, heard in the Christian church that 11 represented chaos. So it kind of made me almost like fearful of that number. But now looking at this, I can see why they would say that. Chaos for them, but victory for us. 11. <laughs> 11, 11. I see that a lot. Every day I see 11, 11. Victory for us. Yes. Actually, you know, uh, you can, but it's fine. No, it maybe you can explain better. <laughs> About 11, 11. Yeah, I see that number a lot. 11, 11. Yes. Or 10, yeah. 10, 10. Or 10, 10, 10, or 9, 9. <laughs> yes, a lot of double numbers, yes. <laughs> you know, actually 11, you can understand it in many ways. That's a victory. And guess what? If you can see two stick, that's a victory. And that meaning two stick must come together. You know, two stick. And that meaning, it's a separation as well. Because guess what? The Portuguese, they were one. We were, we were one also. And uh, you know, 11 is also separation because one stick this side, one stick this side. You know, Simon Toko wanted them to go away. So he said, now in, we are two. 
Now we are one by ourselves and the enemy is also one. Now they will be able to leave us alone and we will rule. <laughs> yeah, because before it was one, Portuguese government, one, only one government in Angola. And they were not us, we didn't exist. But guess what? The most I just raised another one. And <laughs> you know how we chase them, the Portuguese? We call it in Zulu, we call them panga. Sister Spesh knows this, we call them panga. That's a big knife. How do you say in English, Sister Spesh? <laughs> well, I don't even know if there's an English word for this. It's like those curvy knives. I don't know who watches Nigerian films here. <laughs> those On the um, Yeah, it's like it's like a, a, a sword. The West puts it a sword, but like a curved one. It's oh. called a scimitar. Thank you. Wow. Scimitar. Even our yeah, ancestors in America, they used a lot to walk in, you know, in farmer to cut yeah. stuff. Yeah, farms, yeah. That yeah, one, sense. yeah, that one is the tool our ancestors used to cut the Portuguese <laughs> by peace. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Same thing, Jamaica. Yeah. Second, I said uh, back in Jamaica. Um, back in Jamaica, they do the same thing, chopping people up. Yes. Yes. Because guess what? When the Most High give order, most of us, they, they play with the Most High. They say, "No, the Most High is love and kind and stuff," but they forgot that the Most High is, you know, ah, you know, he's, you know, he likes to take a re revenge as well. And when he say kill. No mercy. Kill mm. elder people, women, children, men. Yeah. We will kill. Doesn't matter. This is what's happening in Angola. They kill, as you said, also in Jamaica. We well, kill. Yeah. Does anybody want to say something? This, this is <laughs> not your uh, Sunday, average Sunday service. <laughs> All over here. This yeah. This is PG. With that being said, I was covered the timings and the blowing of the trumpet, I said Sorry, is somebody say something? <laughs> I think she had um, a recording on, but I would like to say something. You talk about the machete. Um, I'm currently in Jamaica now, but I work and live also in Grenada. So I'll be traveling maybe soon. But Grenadians are, they only use their machete. That's all they run for when they, when they have a war. That's all, and, and I'm like, wow, are these Bantus people? You know, or are these people from, from, from Angola? That's all they do. You will see that the, the people on the streets, they, they have no, no, no limb. Just machete. They don't use guns there. Just machete to chop. Wow. <laughs> wow. So, the, so these are our fighters then. These, these brothers and sisters are our fighters. Wow. Yeah, that is the same. Yeah. But I just wanted to say. But, but if only they would wake up. If only they would wake up. Because in that country, there's a lot of witchcraft. A lot. And, and, and they do it in the privacy of their home, you know, a lot.
but those are our fighters. Wow. Wow, it's amazing. I just <laughs> remember about this with the knife. <laughs> I don't know if it was really a knife, but it, that was that day that uh, I felt Simo Kimbongo. I thought a part of it because that was mo more important at that moment that we were speaking with uh, uh, Simo uh, Kimbangu. And it was about that, uh, about that I, uh, about that tree said eh, that I told. But when I was lying, my spirits, one of my spirits stood up and the other was looking. So like, I'm learning now there's more bodies. <laughs> so I was lying and I see the one spirit stand up and it was a warrior. <laughs> I was a warrior at that point. It was really like shock, shock, same like I'm, <laughs> like I was fighting. First, I make a spin in the air, like uh, uh, horizontal, and then I was like, Shh, it was like a warrior fight. Wow. So now that you're saying about the knife, I think it was. Uh, I don't know it sure anymore, but it was really like wow with this with the hands and. Wow. It was amazing that I was lying and I was looking. That is another body of me because I could see myself <laughs> also in my body. And wow. at the same time, my, my spirit fighting. <laughs> wow. Amazing. That was um, that same night of Sim Simon Kimbangu that uh, came and then the next day, the trees. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's coincidental because there was a video that was released, I think maybe two days ago, by the brother in Kenya who was speaking with the Agikuyu seer. And the Agikuyu seer came down from the mountains from visiting with the elders, and they gave him a machete. And he turned the machete over to brother Yakubi. <laughs> to say it's time for war. Yeah. Who are you? If you say you are Bantu, you have to know that comes with a big price. Who are you? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. I saw that. Yeah. With because the big knife. With the yeah. big knife. Yeah. Because the Bantu is not just a people. They are warrior spirits. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Hallelujah. <laughs> so your your dream was just reconfirming everything. It was a vision, eh? I was awake. Wow. It was not sleeping. I was really seeing my new living room because I was sleeping in the living room and we had a tent built right. up. So we were lying in the tent and then that was the night that Simon Kimbangu came also. I feel his presence. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Sorry, Sister Daniel, Danny, just have a question. Mr. Daniel, can you please tell us a question? Uh, clearly, please. Oh, I was just asking, because you know in Christian, we uh, for the return of, of Christ's return, Jesus returned. Um, a lot of people are waiting for him to fall off the sky. 
uh, oh. he is appearing. So I'm, I'm, I was just thinking about, so they know of um, Simon Toko, so they more like hiding it in the Jesus story in a sense, so that we don't understand um, the truth, uh, the true person behind the story, and then they give us a whole different type of understanding of who the person is. So they watching among, knowing we like to pray mm -hmm. and go to churches. So they have established so many different religions and and they have so many churches all over. So they more like a watch men. They're watching among us to see who. So they always yes. watch to see. Yes. So when it's we say we go to church to learn, but they're actually watching, they're actually reading us and the character and all these things they're learning from us, not necessarily teaching us, they just watching. Yeah. Yes. Do you want to say something before I respond? Yes, I'm still looking for it in in Amos. Oh yes, I found it. Uh, Amos, sorry, I got excited when we were talking about uh, war there and warriorship there. <laughs> uh, I just remembered a, a prophecy by Kimbangu. Kimbangu said, he says, when the people of the book, the people of Congo start to wake up and black people in general start to realize their spiritual maturity. He says, anyone, any nation who tries to go against the kingdom of Congo, they, it, it will be merciless against them. Merciless against them. It says in Amos 5 as well. You see, these are scriptures that people don't understand because you have Christians there busy waiting on the rapture, busy going, oh, Jesus must come right now. Have you heard people, they even joke about it. Oh, you know, when something happens, they're like, oh, if only Jesus were to come right now, da, da, da. And, but guess what the Bible says? It says in Amos 5, uh, verse 18, it says, what sorrow awaits you who say, if only the day of the Lord were here, you have no idea what you are wishing for that day will bring darkness, not light. In that day, you will be like a man who runs from a lion only to meet a bear. Escaping from the bear, he leans his hand against a wall in his house and he's bitten by a snake. Yes, the day of the Lord will be dark and hopeless without a ray of joy or hope. Then he says, criticizing them further because they were religious. He says, I hate all your show and your pretense. The hypocrisy of your religious festivals and your solemn assemblies. I will not accept your burnt offerings and grain offerings. I won't even notice all your, all your uh, uh, peace offerings. Away with your noisy hymns of praise. They were worshiping in the temple. Not, they weren't worshiping other idols, ball. they were worshiping the most high. He's, but he says, you guys are making a noise. I will not listen to the music of your harps. Instead, I want to see a mighty flood of justice and an endless river of righteous living. Now, what um, do we make about that? Hallelujah. That, that scripture was the scripture that the most high was telling me get out of the churches 
because he says they they've lost the plot he says like even when they're worshiping it's like a noise to his ears like in, in my language he says which it sounds much more painful in my language <laughs> like it's like someone's irritated with he says i'm, I'm irritated i can't even it, it, it's like you guys are a stench it's the smell of your incense it's a stench to my nose it's a stench like i hate it like he was he was expressing his disgust and then and then on top of that you want to say oh jesus come jesus come when you haven't done anything it's not a great thing because some people are gonna not be saved you know you haven't fulfilled any of the mission that the most High told you to do you haven't saved any of those souls the the homeless are still homeless there's no peace on earth there's no sick and all you do you just want to get raptured up into heaven you want to go to heaven now having done 0.0 for the most high he's like no nah, you guys are disgusting i don't even want to listen to you he says turn it off turn it off while they're worshiping and that's that's what he told me about the churches especially in south africa he's like turn it off i don't even want to hear it that's why <laughs> that's why it was him who shut down the churches <laughs> people yeah. were not that's why everyone thinks oh the devil oh satan oh satana oh what it was him <laughs> he showed me these scriptures uh anyway that's crazy that's why i'm like don't pray for the day of the lord to come because especially if you're not working especially if you haven't done anything for him because yeah. it's going to be bad for you mm-hmm. <laughs> you you're cursing yourself mm-hmm. that's all the most high is saying yes yes anyway i got excited sorry because yeah. <laughs> we're all warriors yeah we're all warriors Hallelujah. and they won't tell us that and they want us to be ashamed Hallelujah. They want they want us to whisper it. Oh, yes. we're chosen by the oh we, we're chosen, but but he loves everyone. Mm-mm, I'm chosen, so yes. you better think twice before you mess with me, because be careful on on judgment day. Be careful. That's I'm right. Because we are, we are going to be the ones who decide your future. I was telling my aunt the other day, because um you know how arrogant you know our Caucasian uh, brothers and sisters can be. And I was like, they have no idea that their salvation rests in our hands. Because he says salvation is of the Jews. We, we're going to be there as a witness for them on Judgment Day. And we're going to have to say, nope, they didn't do this. They didn't do ABC. Actually, this is what they did. We, we're going to have to stand there as the witnesses. And we're going to be like, yeah, sorry, I don't know you. But he says, a lot of you will call me Lord, Lord, Lord. And he says, he will depart from me. I never knew you. Yes, yes, yes. So I get very terrified when I see these people going, oh, only Jesus can come snatch us up right now. Cause I'm like, whoa, (laughs) you do not want that. Even me knowing how blessed I am, how blessed my people are. I I, I don't have the guts to say, Lord come today. Cause I know my people aren't gonna make it. I need to, we we can't do that unless we're working. Yes, we got a lot to do. Safe, safe people's life. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, me, me, me and brother Tusamo was talking about that just the other day. That's crazy, bro. <laughs> oh, go ahead, brother. Just, you were saying? Yeah. 
No, I was just saying that me and brother Zombo was talking about this exact same topic the other day. <laughs> wow. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, as we said uh, last, last, last time, you know, your house is your house, and nobody else knows better your house than you. Nobody. And this is why Kusokongo said, um, I will go, but I will send the helper, which will help you and will guide you in everything you're supposed to do. And uh, there's this thing that Montoko said. He said, you know, until there, there was a big clash back on, the, especially, uh, let's say during all his life between the Christian Roman and Simon Toko. Because when he was expelled from the Baptist church and when the, after, this, is, this happened after the, the Moana came down in 1949, so Simon Toko, he said, now the work has begun. He said, now the, the, the kingdom of Kuswa Congo was reestablished. The church, you know, remember, he said to Peter, I will build, he said, my, I will build my church. Why? Because there is many churches. And I, I don't want that. There are many, they speak a lot, but I don't want those ones. I will build mine. He said this to Peter. And the question now, where? Is the church, this church, where? And back on those days, there were a big fight. Because what you just said, sisters, about those Christian people, they said, is what was going on also between the Simon Toko and between the, the missionary from Baptist, from Catholic Church, from all other churches, Jehovah Witness, all other churches. Back on those days, if you are from Catholic, if you are Baptist, if you are Jehovah Witness, for the uh, uh, Portuguese government or Belgium government in Congo, for them is no problem. But if you are a Kimbangist or if you are Turkist, oh, that's a problem. It's a problem for them. And they used to ask Smotok, like, why? What are you teaching these people? Because guess what? Um, when the people from Congo, you know, they used to sing to praise Tatan Zambi in Bantu language. But for the missionary, it was wrong. They said, ah, no, we don't want this singing. But when Simon Toko went to Congo and he started to praise Tatan Zambi in the same language they were praising, oh, they wake up. And they said, no, you are, you are talking our language. Yeah, we understand each other. And Svantoko said, when the, the, the European asked them, but what, what are you doing to these people for them to follow you? Svantoko said, you know, I just teach the same thing you guys teach. He said, no, you're using magic. You, you're using something else. He said, no. You know that in 1949, we received the Mwanda Villela. You also have the Mwanda Villela. But the difference is that we have in a massive way. In another dimension, you guys can, can, cannot understand. This is why you say we are using witchcraft. 
but we are not. We praise to the same with Tatan Zambi, but why are people running, running away from you? So that's the difference between even us and those people who are still praising God, please, uh, Jesus must come back and stuff, blah, 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 all this stuff. And what they do not understand <laughs> is that he, can I say it? <laughs> <laughs> what they do not understand, you know, is that is on the book of Matthew. I mean, look, look. When they read the scripture, they read and they understand according to their own understanding. But if you open Luke chapter 17, verse 37, you will find something amazing there. But the answer to that chapter, they are not able to give us. <laughs> You say, you say Job, what chapter? Job. Uh, it's Luke. Luke. Luke chapter 17, verse 37. 1737. Yes, Luke 1737. You can read, Mama. I'm sorry. 1737. And they answered and said to him, Where, Master? And he said to them, where the body is, there also the eagles shall be gathered together. Yes. Where there is a dead body or the bodies, they the uh, the eagle will get together. <laughs> the question is now, Kusokong, we said where the body is, the eagle will, will get together. The question is which body? <laughs> because Kusokong, back on the base, he took his body up. He took his body. Now the question is, he's saying where the body is, the eagle will get together. The question is which body? Which body? That's the question. Mm. Wow. Which body? Mm. <laughs> okay. So why why is the question which body? You know, um, um, uh, yeah, Madeni, okay. you want to say? Go, go ahead. I'm sorry. The question is which body? You know, and uh, we'll go deeper next time. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, <laughs> we must have some more. You mean when Christ died, he was raised, so which body are you talking about? That's what you're saying, right? 
Because yes. of Simon's Toko's body is up in the mountains. Mountains, right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she knows that. Wow. JG. <laughs> <laughs> I listen sometimes. And, you know, yeah, this is actually uh, next time. Uh, yeah, let's see. You know, we'll talk about just Simon Toko's death. That's a topic. That's a, a single topic we will discuss. Because even if we open now, yeah, we'll, we will need now another three hours or two hours to speak. <laughs> so, and uh, yeah, you know, but yeah, what is what Gigi said? He's right. She's completely right. And if you go, if you need, I'll give you the chapter and you can read carefully and we'll discuss it, discuss next time, just about Simontoko's death and where he was buried and other secrets. That we will share. Okay. Just you can read it. Daniel chapter two. You can start from the verse verse one until 40, 45. Chapter two, verse one until um, forty-five. Yeah, read. I wanted to say verse uh, 30, 31st to forty-five, but start from the beginning for you to understand completely. There was there was this day. Um, it's a special to me last time, but I, I didn't want to go to talk more about this. You know, I was uh, I was speaking to to Prophet to Mwanavela, Prophet Jeremiah. Mm -hmm. Mama Teresa, she liked this one. Eh? <laughs> 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 want me to speak this one. Yeah, this is real. This is why we say the Mwanda that we receive in a higher dimension is real. We don't want just the one to come to you and for you to feel excited, hallelujah, and later on we should struggle. No, they are real. They are real in such a way that they will enter your body and work and people will get amazed and ask like, why Mama Lorinda is acting like that? Why is she rebuked me? Yes, she rebuked because because there was something wrong with you. You know, people will ask when they will see you, they will they want to be able to even defeat you. Because the Mwanda Velela we speak is real and will live in you forever. You know, this is what uh, Prophet Jeremiah said to me one day on my anniversary, I told you last time. He was busy advising me, giving all the advices and stuff. And then he said, you know, he said, what people say about Jesus? They say, no, people, Jesus will come from, from heaven, from the cloud and stuff, blah, blah, blah. So he's not here, he's still there, waiting for his own time to come down. I said, okay. He said, you know what? I'll tell you that if they want to wait, for that Jesus to come, okay, they have to sit down and wait. <laughs> because if they wait on their feet standing, they will fall. <laughs> they will fall because they will fall if they, they wait for that coming. And they look at me in a very serious way. I even got afraid. They look at me because they when they speak about deep stuff, they get serious. And they look at me, they said, listen to me carefully. 
he's already here. Yes. <laughs> yes. I was like, I was shaking. Yeah. I was, was like, I was shaking. He said, he's already here, my son. Don't. This is why he said, don't ever, don't ever play. This is a secret that you are busy revealing to, uh, to you. He's already here. Mm. <clears throat> He's already here. You know you Jehovah know? Witnesses the same thing? Sorry? Jehovah Witnesses, they say the same thing. Jehovah Witnesses. Jehovah Witnesses, they say the same thing. They say Jesus is already here. But then they have a date. They say 1914. Yeah. Yeah. The problem is that they say, but they do not provide evidences. <laughs> yeah. They say it, but then they confuse you after that. Yeah. So now, may, when they say this, they have to give evidences given to you. We will give, we, we busy giving evidences, all the evidences, because <laughs> that's what we need in court for, for us to win the case. Evidences. That's what they say. He's already here. And you know, he said this. He said, who is speaking to you right now? Is it this body your friend or some, some, something bigger than this? I said, the one speaking to me is, uh, is Prophet Jeremiah. He said, okay. He said, look at this. We are always here to see what you, what you are guys doing. We are, we are always present. Follow what you are doing. But you will not be able to see us unless we manifest. This is why even, you know, when we're busy praising and stuff, we get bored and, you know, if you try to sleep, they will come. They will manifest. They say, hey, why are you sleeping? When you guys get together to pray Satan Zambi, pray in spirit and truth. If you're tired, go home and sleep because here is not the place for you to sleep. We are here, even though we didn't manifest ourselves, but we are here, we're present. And they say all the prophets and angels, they're here. But unfortunately, you guys can see them. <laughs> and I was like, oh my goodness, I wish I could <laughs> at least one, one of them <laughs> with my own eyes. You know, we, may, we like to see, you know, for us to believe. So this is what they said. They said, he is already here. And if you read Jeremiah, you will see that, the, uh, I mean, um, Daniel. Daniel says something, I won't mention, he says something okay, was cut without human hand. In another word, something came from heaven and reached a mountain. And stayed in that mountain. And later on, this thing, when you read, you will find out break, destroyed all the kingdom of this world, all the kingdoms of this world. And later on, it became a great mountain. And when you go further to Daniel, it will speak about you. It will speak about that when this thing that came from heaven, this rock, you know, after the rock destroyed all the kingdoms of this, this, um, this world, the kingdom, the everlasting kingdom 
established. And you know, and from there, rejoiced. It's just a gamble, you know, you know gamble, gamble, we're gonna gamble. Oh, it's gonna be your name. You know, just a gamble without joy. I mean, without end. This is the secret. And this is the difference between the, 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 the Kuso Congo kingdom or church, whatever we call, and other churches. They read the Bible, but they do not have the gift to go deeper and to reveal the Bible according to our own reality and experience. That's the big problem. Yeah. So I don't wanna open another page, ne? Yeah, <laughs> so come next time and next time and next time. So we'll share more. Okay, then I have the floor is open to everyone. Uh, no one want to uh, if allow me to say something. What the elders also uh, they told us about this question about the kingdom. Dele made us to believe we cannot work so hard in the earth because something greater is happening for us in heaven. Zulu, that is liar, <laughs> great liar. They did that to steal everything from the land to make our ancestors work so hard for them, not for the land so that they, they would take, steal everything to wait for a kingdom that is in heaven, but is the liar, that is ex liar. So the kingdom is among us. The kingdom is here on earth. That's what Sister Special was saying. You have to work hard here on the earth. Don't wait to die to rejoice there in join where you're gonna go, no, in Zulu, no, it is a liar. So my fellow brothers, the kingdom of Tatanzambe is among us, as Christopher Congo say, the kingdom is among you. So you have to work for that. How? Helping, building, providing for those who don't have, making Kruzba Congo more famous than before, loving one another. That is the kingdom and some other stuff. So the Mundele, we, we were busy uh, from Friday to Saturday on the church conference, and we learned a lot. We are talking about Simon Toko uh, for two days, but guess what? <laughs> Even though it was two days in the conference, international conference, we did not <laughs> actually uh, spoke everything about Simon Toko because there are so many things to talk about this man. Then one of the questions that was there 
was how come the Mundele assume that they are the one who brought the Bible to us, Tatanzambe to us, if our ancestors, they used to believe and pray, if our ancestors, they knew Tatanzambe even before the Mundele came to Africa, the answer was, the Mundele brought us Tatanzambe, what is written here. And then they gave us the scripture saying, blazes are the poor, those one who don't do anything for, for, for them to steal everything from the land. But the answer was, our ancestors, they used to worship already Tata Nzambe. That's why King Leopold, the Belgian said, guys, don't stress about yourself to go in, in the land in Africa. Teach them about Tata Nzambe because they knew who is Tata Nzambe. Because they know everything about Tata Nzambe. If you guys want to succeed, go there and teach them something else. That is blessed. You can find this in Matthew 5. Blessed are those who are poor, this and this and this. So it made our ancestors to believe that poor is a good thing. That's why they were stealing, stealing all these things. And then they made us to believe that the kingdom is in heaven. <laughs> Look what is so bad and said about it. But now, since the Mwanda Velala is connecting everything to us, we are understanding that the kingdom is among us here on earth. Because heaven is for the angels. Earth is for the human beings, us. Please put it in your mind. Heaven is not for us. This flesh, human beings, that Tanzambe made them to rule. That's why in Genesis, first chapter says, I created man to rule, to dominate the earth, not the heaven. Heaven's not for us. So why they are saying that our kingdom is there? Oh, don't believe on that. So that is the thing I would like to add as well on the chapter. I see my elder Manzambe. <laughs> Yeah, that's so true. Um, you know, all these songs that we going to heaven or when we die, we going to heaven. No, 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 no. 